Let's talk some more earnings. And we've got retail on the mind after the retail sales print came above expectations today. You've got a little bit of a mixed response to Target and Walmart numbers. Arun Sundaram is back with us, joining us from CFRA Equity Research Analyst. Arun, so Walmart and Target, the charts for these companies look quite different. You do like both of them, are bullish on both, but it's Target that's breaking down as Walmart slips and tests its 50-day moving average. So what's the main difference between these two? How come there is quite a different experience investing in these two companies over the last six months? Yeah, yeah, good, good question. So, you know, Walmart is, first of all, you know, they have a greater mix of their sales are consumables compared to Target has a lot. Target has a lot more general merchandise products compared to compared to Walmart. And Walmart is a global company. International is a big part of their business, while Target is more U.S. centric. Um, so that, those are the, the main differences between between Target and Walmart. So for Walmart right now, what do uh, they need to do to kind of find some more strength in, in the specific stock trade to get that bullish momentum back? What was missing in this report? Yeah, the, the, the big downside in, in this report, I think, was on the margin line. So they did beat on the top line pretty well, but that didn't necessarily flow into the bottom line. And it's the same issues that we've been talking about you know, the, for the past several months and quarters higher supply chain costs, higher wages. Their, their costs are increasing much faster than their increasing prices, which is intentional because Walmart is you know, the low cost provider. And, and during times of inflation, they do like to um, uh, absorb some of these higher costs. That way their price gaps relative to competition can widen and, 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 and consequently they can um, gain market share that way. So but, right, uh, go oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, you, you pushed up your price target a couple bucks on Walmart here, right? Yeah, we did. We raised our target price by two dollars to one hundred sixty-nine dollars, and, and the main reason why is you know Walmart has really strong momentum right now going into the holiday season. You know, you probably heard about some of the things that they've been doing to, to position their inventory um, ahead of the, this holiday season. The inventory was up eleven percent year over year, um, so, so you know you can you can be rest, you can be uh, confident that their 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 shelves are well stocked and, and ready for the holiday season. And uh, another uh, bullish point that we have is. You know, if inflation continues to, to remain escalated, to, re, to remain elevated, you know, I, I think Walmart can gain market share that way because they are the low cost provider. Like I said, they are absorbing some of these higher costs right now. Um, the thought process is some some of these some of these costs should be temporary, not all of it, but some of these costs um, should be temporary. And so, it, you know, market share gains tend to be much more stickier than some of these costs. So, so going into 2022, I think the consumer in general we, will be a, light, a lot more price conscious because prices are rising, not just for food, but for energy, for a lot of different things. And, and in that form, I think you know Walmart can gain some more market share next year. Aruna, Walmart in the past was oftentimes the uh, center point for wage discussions, for labor discussions. Now it seems we spend a lot more time thinking about Amazon, but in terms of the potential for wage changes or any margin pressure from a labor standpoint what does that look like for walmart over the next six months yeah that uh, wage wage pressure is, is a significant part of their margin deterioration over the past several quarters you know they they employ 2.3 million people worldwide 1.6 million people just in the u.s alone so that's a very very large employee base and they have been increasing wages and they will likely continue increasing wages um, next year uh, but it won't all come in the form of uh, higher base pay. You know, some of it will come 
you know, right now with the labor pressures, some of that wage wage pressure is coming in the form of bonuses, um, you know, retention bonuses, those kind of things, which are a little bit more temporary than you know permanent uh, uh, base rate base pay increases. But they also have a lot of other uh, other levers to manage you know rising costs. It's not just passing higher higher um, passing on higher costs to the consumer, but they have levers like you know productivity savings. They can also manage their mix maybe introduce more higher margin general merchandise items in their stores and a little bit less on the lower lower margin food items. So things like that um, are other levels levers they can use to, to manage some of these margin pressures. Mm. Uh, what's interesting is that Target is actually on a price to earnings basis a, a little bit cheaper than Walmart from what I see, at least uh, just looking at a PE level, even though the stock has been a much better performer, does Target, uh, have potential then to uh, keep running here. You say three hundred bucks, right, for Target? How do we get there? How quickly? Yeah, exactly. The main reason we have a buy on Target is, is because of their valuation. Their their P multiple has been increasing over the past several years, but it's still a discount, um, like you said, compared to Walmart. And I think uh, the, their P will continue to expand and get onto the levels of you know consumer staple companies that are dominant in their space, not just Walmart, but I'm thinking like a Procter & Gamble, they also trade around 25 times. So so our, our, our price target on, on, on Target is $300 and it's about a 25 um, times PE ratio. Okay, Arun, thank you. Really good uh, setup for us here. Uh, definitely a fun fact that I did not know that Target is actually cheaper than Walmart, despite how much better the price action has been. Arun, always a pleasure to have you here. Thank you very much. Let's get Tom and let's trade. Okay, so bullish on both of these, Tom. Let's go uh, Target first. Yeah, well, okay. uh, two different ways I looked at these companies. So okay. uh, Walmart's already had their earnings, right? Okay. Uh, stock's down a little bit around 144. Uh, but with Target, you still have uh, higher implied volatility going into this earnings okay. report. Tomorrow morning. Yeah, so I looked at a shorter term trade that maybe takes advantage of some consolidation because it hit all time highs, 268.98 just yesterday. Um, you know, up a little bit today ahead of that earnings, but focused on the implied volatility, where I'm going to look at selling an iron condor, and this is basically an iron butterfly because uh, I'm not, uh, I'm using the same middle strike as my sale point here, where I'm going to sell the 265 call input and then against it because I want to stay risk to find going into that earnings, buy the November 250 strike put and buy the November. 280 strike call. So I'm creating two short verticals, one short put vertical and one short call vertical with a common strike in the middle. And that creates that iron butterfly and it's called an iron condor also. Now it's $15 wide on each side, right? But if I can collect $10.40, that's the most I can make on this trade if it settles at 265 at expiration in just three days. But the whole idea of this is, is to take advantage of that higher implied volatility, Oliver, uh, collecting that $10.40 credit. I'm going to have my break-evens at 254.60 on the downside and about 275.40 on the upside. So I've got a nice wide range. Maybe I just don't expect um, Target to move much after earnings. The option market's pricing in a plus or minus $14 move, but you're seeing that muted response out of Walmart today and with Target just below all-time highs. What if it does consolidate? Well, implied volatility is going to fall after earnings. That means this uh, this strategy is actually going to 
contract in value if implied volatility falls after the event risk. And that allows me to buy it back cheaper. So the idea is it stays within those break-even points in this range, and then you get to buy it back cheaper. Uh, and the ideal situation is that target hovers around the current share price, around 265. Okay. So, um, and again, I can't believe the target is half the PE of Walmart, despite target being up over the past year 60% versus Walmart being down 5%. Okay, so then for Walmart, how does it differ in terms of the approach? Well, it's definitely underperformed. I mean, it's still only up, what, about two, one or 2% for the year. So if you think it's going to go up higher, well, implied volatility is lower in Walmart because the event risk is gone, right? So how do you take advantage of that uh, using the option market? Well, you might want to buy something as opposed to selling an iron condor for the target example. Uh, I looked at going out to January, so giving myself some duration in this uh, particular trade, where I'm gonna buy the at the money strike call in January, the 145, and then against it, sell the 155 strike call, creating a bullish $10 wide call vertical to the upside. If I pay roughly about a $3.30 debit, it's probably trading a little bit less than that right now, because the stock has started to slide a little bit. But if I pay a $3.30 debit for this $10 wide vertical, uh, that's the most risk I have on it, $3.30 or $330 per spread with the opportunity that if it goes above 155 at expiration, which would be an all-time high, uh, then this spread would expand to $10 wide. So you've got a good risk-reward ratio. You do need it uh, to move above that break-even of 148.30 to the upside over the next just over two months. So giving yourself some duration for Walmart to rebound. You're going into the holiday shopping season. You can see there from the risk profile that break even, 148.30, you're risking $3.30 uh, to basically make about $6.70 on this. So that sets up a good risk reward ratio. And you, do, you don't need a blowout. You don't need Walmart to go to 180 or 170. You're just betting on it that it goes back up to all time highs above uh, 155 to get the max gain, but you're still profitable above that break even of 148.30. Okay, so if it bounces off this 50-day moving average that it's sitting on right now, you get a little bit of a $4 move. It's not asking for much, this no. trade, just to break even. Okay, thank you, Tom. Yep. Appreciate it.